Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, you squelchy little mushrooms. I'm Andy. And I'm Carrie. And you're listening to Ask the Clever Grown Ups. It's the show where kids ask us the questions they want answered. And we answer the questions that the kids ask. And then everyone goes home happy and about 20% cleverer and more good looking than before. Actual amount of happiness, intelligence, increase, and aesthetic improvement may vary. Some listeners may experience headaches and tapeworms. Your home may be at risk if you do not keep up repayments. So, who are we talking to this week, Andy? Well, Carrie, this week we went all the way to Oxmouth. We went all the way to Oxmouth to speak to a couple of kids called Rosa and Meg who looked like they really needed some help. You would have thought they'd be all right because Oxmouth is meant to be a famous university town, isn't it? That's what I thought too, Carrie, but these kids knew nothing. They didn't even know basic stuff about how time works, or who names the historical eras, or even who was the first person to suggest that women should shave their legs. It was horrible listening to their ignorance. Personally, I was appalled. It was lucky we were there to help, really. But don't take my word for it. Judge for yourself. Roll the tape, whatever that means. Kid number one, what is your name and your age, and where do you come from, please? I'm Megan, I'm ten, and I come from Oxford. What do you do for a living, Megan? I go to school. Hmm. Likely story. Um, <laughs> uh, that before. And next to Megan, we have the amazing... Rosa. How old are you, Rosa? I'm ten. What do you do for a living? I live. Well, ooh, okay. Wow, you get paid for that. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. And you're from Oxford too, I believe. Yeah. Which makes sense as we come to, we've come we all are, the way to Oxford We are today. in... Britain's Oxford. Wow. That took a long time. <laughs> I was trying to remember where it lived. Yeah. We've also got with us today another special guest, and um, we've brought him all the way to Oxford as well, and it's another child called Anthony Plum, and we're going to maybe get some questions from Anthony Plum later on as well. Do you He's... want to say hello, Anthony? No? No, he's a little bit shy. He's a bit shy. A little bit shy, Anthony Plum. We have him on every week uh, and he just gets a little bit shy, but he'll he'll warm up. He'll he'll loosen up. Might get a question out of Anthony. You never know. By the end of the discussion. But until there, you can sit quietly, have a little think. You're right there, Anthony. (laughs) Question Question one. Does time only go forward? 
That's a good question. That's a really good that question. That is a really good question. Time. Does time, <laughs> Does time only go forward? Only go forward. Does time, time. Does only it, right? go forward? Only go forward. Does time, time, time only go forward? So forward. are you going to Can time, time ever get go a different stuck? way? Can time Can ever time get Forward. Does time tricky. ever time. go Does forward? <laughs> That's a good question. That is a good question. So what's your first question? Question one. Um, <laughs> the second question is... We haven't done the first done question yet. Yeah. What's the first question? Oh, question oh. one. I bet the first oh, just, question's... Just, just do it again. About. Question one. Does time only go forward? Oh, does time? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. That is a very good question. Does time, time? Does it? Ooh. Does it only go, go forward? Does time? time. Does it? Okay, so let's go to the first question. Question one. Does time only go forward? Ooh, that's a good question. Does, does time? Does time? Only go, go forwards. Forward. Can forwards. Time, time? Can time go Ooh. ever get stuck? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it can only Let's go, go forwards. Let's go to the first question. What's Got the it? first question? Question one. Does time only go forward? Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good question. question. <laughs> that's does a very good time question. Does, only does time? Go for control. Forward. Does time only go forward? Does that speed up? Mm. That's a good question. That is a good question. Let's go to the first question. Question one. Does time only go forward? Mm. Ooh, that's a good good question. question. Does time Time. only go forward? That's a really good question. Forwards. Does time only, only go, can time go ever get stuck? stuck? Should we go to the next question? Yeah. All right. What's question two? Question two. How long is never? Oh, that's Ooh, a good does question. Time does time ever go never? Oh. What? Why are you messing about like this? Yeah. We come here to Go answer on. your questions about anything, literally we're anything. We on the are professional people, and you just muck around oh. all day with your time oh. machines and your. Que- oh, we're that's a sorry. Huh? You don't sound sorry. You don't look sorry. No, we're not sorry. No, you don't. Well, <gasps> I'm not surprised. Unbelievable. You come all the way to what? You pay Anthony Plum's train fare. This isn't making Anthony Plum any less He's shy. Looking a bit upset. We're sorry. Yeah. Good. Quite right. That sounded more sincere. How long is never? Are you getting an idea of how long never is now? No. Oh. Well, we better go back to question one then. Question one. What's your first question? Question one. Does time only go forward? Oh. Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? Oh, what a brilliant question. Does time time ever go forward? Ooh. Hey, look, there's a massive clock on the wall, and I've noticed it hasn't moved one inch since we've been talking. Also, look, some robots from the future. How long is never? Uh, ooh, yeah. yeah, how long is never? Are you, are you kids obsessed with time? No, no, just how long is never? Do you watch too much Doctor Who? 
Or maybe not enough. No, but I think maybe not enough Doctor Who. Because if, you, if you'd watched Doctor Who, you'd know that Do- Never is about four and a half inches. Yeah, about four and a half inches. It was in the first episode of Series 3 of Doctor Who. And how much would it cost to Never buy is four and a half inches, it was called. How much would it cost to buy about four and a half inches of Never? Now you're asking. How much, um, how much do you think it would cost to buy four and a half inches of Never? Zero pounds yeah, uh, and zero pence. Yeah, but I got it even cheaper than that. Because I shopped around. Minus. I got yeah. They gave me some money to buy some never. Yeah, you buy. You go through a cashback site on the internet. Yep. Quids in. Quids in. It's buying four and a half inches of never. Yep. It's true. It is true. You look skeptical. I'm not skeptical at all. You sound horrified. Look, you, 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 look, you look like you're trying not to smile. Yeah, you you do. look like you're trying yeah. to be cross with us yeah. for mucking about. Yeah. But yeah. you can't help yeah. smiling. I can yeah. I can how, see. How long yeah. is this going to go on? It depends. If you keep asking us questions like this, it could be a while. What's yeah. your first question? Question, question one. Question. Okay, question three. <laughs> <laughs> question three. Yeah. Who names the historical eras? Oh, that's a brilliant question. Who names the historical eras? Well, that's about time as well. That is about time as yeah, well. Yeah, you guys are obsessed. <laughs> You're obsessed. You're like tiny time historians from the future termite. and the past. <laughs> you, you know what you're like? Yeah. Tiny historians from the future and the past. Are you going to answer the question? Yeah. Oh, are we? Oh, yeah. we're going to answer it like oh. Billio in a minute. Yeah. Oh. Okay, firstly, how many historical eras can you name? Let's take it in turns. The Victorian age. Very good. Next. Edwardian. Carrie? Ted. Yep. Okay, good answer. Best answer so far. So Andy? far, so far. The, the, the massive era? <laughs> The, Liz- the Elizabethan era. The Lizard era, very good. Meg. <laughs> the Stone Age? Yeah, the Stone, Stone Age. Stone Age. Well, that's, now, that one was named because the king at the time was King Stone. Yeah, so that's easy. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then in the Elizabethan Age, I've just remembered, was age, it was named that because all the tools in that time were made out of Elizabeth's. Yes, it's true. Next. Uh, next is the Smorgasbord. Yeah, the Smorgasbord era. era was named because in that era... Everything was just quite tasty. Yeah. Yep. And on a tray. On a massive tray. A really big tray. And um, do you know who carried the tray? No? Oh, what did they <laughs> teach you in school? Do you know who carried the tray in the Smorgasbord era? You? It was Terry. Terry. Yep. Terry. Of course it was Terry. It famous, was Terry. famous Terry the Smorgasbordian. Yeah. Why didn't we say Gentleman. that? Why didn't we say Terry? Of course. Yeah, exactly. Mm. See? Okay, now you're, See, now you're, you're learning. listening. Okay. Learning. I know another historical era, the medieval era. Do you want to know who named the medieval era? The medievals. It was actually the medieval people who named the medieval. Yeah, well done. Oh, you're they good. said they looked around them. They said, "Oh, it looks quite medieval today. Let's call it that, shall we?" They, they came to an agreement. Next, the Bronze Age. The Bronze, bronze Age, Age. named was, of course after Queen Bronze and the Bronzosaurus, the, the biggest age. and most metallic dinosaur of all time. Mm, oh, wow. Shiny, shiny dinosaur. The Modern Age. Oh, the, the Modern, modern age. age. That was named after the. Modern people. Yeah. Well, because they had nice trousers. They looked down. Of course. They said, we've got nice trousers. They're fairly (laughs) modern design, modern age. So the answer to your question is like, usually the people of the age name it themselves. They get together in a shed, take a vote. What should we call this one? They look at their tools, see what they're made of. Maybe they're made of Victoria or Edward. Or uh, or they see who's on the throne. Or they just take a big bag of Scrabble letters and pull out some letters at random, which is why we get the Crocodile Age. 
or one of them might have a cough and cough at the wrong moment. So and that's got, why yeah. you've got the <coughs> yeah, age. In the 17th century. Mm. So, uh, it's yeah, quite a bleak age. They can come from they all places, ages. Ages can come from anywhere. Sometimes you can just look in the fridge, find the name of an age waiting to happen, actually. Like when you see some butter in the fridge, that's a sandwich age waiting to happen, isn't it? Or when you see a railway station and no train, that's the age of the train is about to be upon us. Isn't it? Yeah, everything's yeah. an age if you think about it. If you could name an age, which you can right now in podcast land, what would you name it? Megorian land. Oh. Megorian land, that's the, awesome. Is it the Megorian land age or is that a country in it? Oh no, it's the Megorian age. Is it the Megorian age? Is the Megorian age. age. That's, that's awesome. What would you name your one, Rosa? This is idiotic. Oh, how rude. Oh, is that what you'd name the age? This yeah, is idiotic. That's what I'd name. Oh, this, oh, that's fine. You're, that's fine then. This is idiotic age. This is mm. idiotic age. I think that's, pre- that's pretty sound. That's about actually. right, actually. Mm. When you look around and you see what's happening at the world today, <laughs> transpiring, this is idiotic age. Going on. I think, oh, this and that, that happening and left, right, and centre. What's the most idiotic thing that's happened to you recently, please? You guys. Well, oh, oh wow. <laughs> Did you know? The koala bear is so named because someone looked at it once and said, look at that thing, Jeff, let's call it a koala bear. Koala bears can grow up to 100 miles in length and weigh as much as 6 kilograms. They eat eucalyptus leaves, which are a type of paint. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Did you know? Bupper's Disgrace was the most expensive movie of all time. Although it lasted less than one second, it was filmed in a specially built palace made of rubies and starred everyone on earth ripping up money and eating gold and diamonds. Question four. Who was the first person to suggest that women should shave their legs? Oh, who was the first person to suggest that? Do you think women should shave their legs? No. Why not? Because it just hurts and it's pointless. Wow. And um, have you got any thoughts on that? I don't think it hurts if you don't use wax. But my mum uses wax. Does she? Then that'll hurt. Do you frown? Do you frown upon her for waxing her legs? No, she doesn't think she'd do it either, but she does. Interesting. What a mess of contradictions your mum is. <laughs> no, she's not. She's nice. Yeah, she can be nice in a mess of contradictions. I didn't just say she was a mess, which I could have done because she is, but. She's a mess of contradictions with the whole not thinking she should... Sh- does, she, does she wax her legs so that she can say, 
I'm a feminist and I don't shave my legs. I wax them instead. It hurts more, but I can tell people I don't shave them. Okay, the question is, who first suggested that women should wax their legs? Oh, no, that's easy. That was your mum. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? No. No, 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 it wasn't. I've, I've heard of an earlier an earlier inquiry into Ooh. that area of the lady's leg. <laughs> it was um, it was a bloke in the 19th course century. Of course, course it was a bloke. Of course, course it was a bloke. Of course it was a patriarchal oppressor. Yeah, it, it was called... Um, Peter, our Creole oppressor. I've got a person called Peter in my class. Yeah, it was probably yeah. him. It's probably, yeah. Well, he's probably related to him. This bloke, Peter, in the 18th century, he was a very, very famous man. And he was famous for the following job. He had a very famous shop because it sold the country's only... The only... Razors. <laughs> yeah. Razors. Oh, yeah, he that's right. Peter owned a razor shop in the 19th century, right? And no one was buying his razors. They didn't know what to do with them. There was nothing to cut. They cut all their, their hair off. But then after that, they didn't really have any use for the razors. So Peter had to open a brand new market. This is all true, by the way. You can look this up. And um, he suggested that ladies should start using them on their legs as well so that he had more razors to sell to people, right? But the ladies didn't have any hair on their legs. So Peter, who lived in um, the north of the country, used to go around at night and find the ladies and stick hair onto their legs at night, right? So when they'd wake up in the morning, they'd go, well, how did that happen? Peter would go, what have I been telling you? And they said, well, how are we going to get rid of this? And he said, I, I know someone, I am someone, you can come and get the races off me. So they'd buy all the races. So women don't actually have any hair on their legs. It's just Peter who went around sticking hair on their legs, selling them the razors, and then ever since then, his descendants have started sticking hair all over women's legs. So yes. true. Yep, well, yeah, it is. What, but what's particularly sad about his story yeah. is that he only said that women should shave their legs, not men. Yep. And the irony there, of course, is that his legs were so hairy that he once ran upstairs to get a torch, ran so fast that his, the hair on his legs rubbed together, started a fire, burnt his house down. Okay. Who do you think? the thing i'm not sure oh well no no it's well peter. i think actually like all the people did it it came over time it came over time yeah but it, but peter started it. peter he, he was the main shaker yeah yeah he was the one he was. of the richest man of the 19th century you as don't well. know so, that we're teaching you important stuff here and yet you're treating us like we're making it up we're just trying to educate you yeah that's all we're trying to do we're coming to these little towns like Oxnuff and whatever it's called Oxnuff. yeah yeah and we're just trying oh. to, we're trying to, because I heard there's not a lot of education in Oxford. Yeah, we're putting Oxford on the map. At Who's last. ever heard of Oxford? Yeah, I bet you haven't even got a university. We. Oh. Maybe, maybe you'll be inspired to start one after you've heard what education sounds like. Exactly. Totally mm-hmm. inspired to start the first university in Oxford. Oh, right. Are the you? first university. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, well oh. this is brilliant. That makes my well, heart glad. Our job here is done. Well, no, it's not quite done. We've still got some more oh, questions. Oh, we've got some more questions. Yeah, now they've got a taste for the learning. Now they've got a taste for education. Let's see what else we can learn. Question five. Is there an animal which has no offence against the cold, so has no fur or has no hair? There is an animal that has no defence against the cold and it has no fur. It's women after Peter made them shave their legs. What about the hair on the head? He made them shave that as well. The eyebrows. Okay, just above their eyes is quite warm. That's the only place that's that's protected on their entire bodies. Just above their eyes. I suppose you're right. Yeah, women do have some protection from the cold because the tops of their eyes are fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Bottoms, so anybody else? Frozen legs. Just, oh, ab- 
absolutely freezing. But oh, thank goodness, the tops of my eyes are all right. Sometimes um, after a person dies, just the bit above their eyes carries on living for another thousand years. Yeah. Sometimes it evolves. Yeah, it does. That's how snails happened. Yep. Snails. Bits mm. of people's eyes, the bits above their eyes, going on living about a thousand years. After a while, they're like, better go and find something to eat. Start crawling off. <laughs> and of course, at first, they're caterpillars, because first a caterpillar has to spin a capillary before it turns into a snail. So they, so the thing above the eye walks off on its fur, and it will get to probably a bush, and it will jump up. <laughs> Spin a capillary. <laughs> Spin a capillary. Right. Capillary. Um, Lovely warm capillary. And there it sits all winter. Thinking, oh, it's comfy in this capillary. Oh, it's lovely. I've never had a comfier capillary than this, they, they think. And then later on it bursts out as either one of three things. A snail, a different snail, or sometimes just some money. So you don't know what you're going to get. Is it going to be a snail? Is it going to be another snail? Is it going to be about, you know, £3.50? A butterfly? It could, no, it's never a butterfly. Oh, not well, a, you, although not you could buy one with £3.50. You could buy a butterfly. Um... Okay. Do you know? Do you know how moths are made? Of course we don't. Oh, what do you mean? Of course we don't. Of course we don't. Ah, well, that's, don't you? Don't you? It's easy. Sometimes, you know, uh, when a person's bit above the eye goes off, goes into a capillary, then later on you get a snail, another snail, some money, right? What happens to the capillary that's left behind? Let me guess. It turns into a moth. Uh, no, it doesn't turn into a moth. No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, that would be dark. What it will do is it? it will wither on the leaf. It will live, wither on the vine, and then it will fall to the ground. And over the years, that would fossilize into a prehistoric fish right the fish will go down to the ocean to get back to what it likes best of all the ocean right and when it's when it's swimming right it will be swimming around for about how long half an hour to six months half an hour to six months and then what will grow in it is a moth larva and then the moth larva will sort of pop out of its gills that's why the fish have the gills to let the moth larva out because otherwise they just fill up with moth larva and burst yeah so gradually lets out the moth larva over the ensuing months and the moth larva float to the surface of the water where they're trodden on by a pelican so what was the question again question five the question was is there an animal which has no defense against the cold yes oh yes. Yeah, so we, we've done that one then yeah does that make sense um perfect sense yeah now we're talking yeah. now you're getting the idea loads of sense 90 cents Loads oh, of Oh, loads sense. of cents. Sorry, I thought you were offering me some American money. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any American money. Well, then why am I even talking to oh, you? Oh, we came all this way. I thought people in Oxnard had some American money for Not me. Not quite. Well, no wonder they've got no education Well, system. they can't even afford a university. <laughs> right. There we are. Another job well done. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, if you need teaching about things and no one else can help... If your mum and dad just cannot be bothered to explain something that you want explaining... If you feel like every time you try to ask someone something, they just turn around and shout, Leave me alone! I hate you so much! You're a nuisance! In your face... Ask, ask the, the Clever Bye! Bye.